This is Jody Avergan, host of Ask Roulette, the conversation series in which strangers ask each other questions live on stage. From your experience and observation, what's the best cure for heartbreak? You come with a question you want to ask a stranger, but you don't get to ask your question before you answer a question from a stranger first. And there are also special guests at Ask Roulette, and this excerpt is from our recent show at Politics and Prose Bookstore in Washington, D.C., featuring John Dickerson of Slate. Of course, it also has house band Eli Bolin and a bunch of audience members talking to each other live on stage. Now, if you're listening to this before Tuesday, May 13th, and happen to be in New York City, come out to our live show at Housing Works Bookstore. It's at 7 p.m., and it's free. If you are listening to this after the 13th, you're in luck because we have our first ever show at Brooklyn's Bell House two weeks later on May 27th. So that's May 13th, May 27th. If you come to both, Eli will write a song for you. Go to our website, askroulette.net, for all the info. Both shows should be really, really fun. Okay, we're on Twitter, at askroulette, facebook.com slash askroulette, and that website again is askroulette.net. Here we go. We're off to politics and prose in Washington, D.C. So obviously there's going on stage right now, so let's get someone on stage. Let's start with number 766. Seven, six, six. Where is she? Right here. She's not sure if she should go up on the stage, but she knows that she's got to because she sits seven to six. I already forgot the number. Yeah, it was seven, six, six. Seven, six, six. That was close. <laughs> Your name is? Erlene. Erlene, nice to meet you. So obviously, Erlene, there's no one on stage with you. So we're going to kick things off. I'm going to ask you a question. Um, what have you changed your mind about in the last year? <laughs> where to live in DC? Yes. Where are you move where, where are you moving from and where do you want to move to? I am move, I am in the Mount Vernon Triangle neighborhood and I want to stay there. So I'm just looking to uh, change my Your feng shui. It's yeah. a classic triangle for me. Elaine, you picture. ready to ask a stranger question? I am. Please close your eyes. Okay, Number 994. Nine, nine four, it's that guy. Here we come. That guy, it's that guy, we've been waiting for you. <laughs> Erlene, open your eyes. Okay. Uh, your name is? Joseph. Joseph, say hello to Erlene. Hi, Erlene. Hi, Joseph. And Erlene, ask your question. My question is, what's the best advice you've ever been given by kind of a stranger, so no, no f- close friends or family? Um, I was in San Francisco with my whole family the year before I started college, and a homeless guy came up right outside the trolley stop where it turns around and goes up, and he wasn't begging for money, but he just came up and looked at me and my little brother, and he said, your parents are a lot smarter than you think they are. You should really listen to them. And my dad gave him a 20. <laughs> Erlene, thank you very much. Wow. That is brilliant advice from anyone in the world to anyone in the world. (laughs) I'll put that in my pocket and save that one. All right, Joseph, you ready to ask a stranger a question? Please close your eyes. Number 881. 881. 881. Here she goes. She's coming up. Coming up. 
Joseph, you can open your eyes. Your name is? Aaron. Aaron. Say hello to Joseph. Hi, Joseph. Hi, Aaron. And Joseph, ask your question. If you could domesticate, as in a pet, for transportation or for labor, if you could domesticate any dinosaur, what would it be and why? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going where I thought it was. Um, I, I think a pterodactyl. So which one's the pterodactyl? What does it do? It flies. It flies. Yeah. And yeah then, so. then I could go to more places. I wouldn't be constricted to just land transportation. Uh, it wouldn't be so much for labor, because it probably is hard to carry a person and things. But if anyone could, it would be a pterodactyl. I have to be the killjoy for that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe a pterodactyl technically is not a dinosaur. It's an ancient bird. Yeah. Can anyone... <laughs> Not is, a dinosaur. Is anyone sitting next to the that section of the bookstore <laughs> and can do a quick <laughs> fact check? I just really like dinosaurs is, a lot. All dinosaurs are birds. Technically, all dinosaurs are birds. Eli? This guy gets the Eli Smackdown um, Award of the evening. I have okay. no response. I have no response. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Joseph, what uh, what dinosaur would you domesticate? I would ride a T-Rex because that'd just be awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyone else have any? I, I, I think you just named all the dinosaurs I can think of. <laughs> Thank you very much, Joseph. I guess we'll never really know. I'm on Wikipedia, but I didn't do it fast enough. I didn't do it fast enough. <laughs> Please close your eyes, Aaron. Number 584. 584. Oh, this person did not rip off their number. Uh, Jess? Jess, you out there? All right. Aaron, say hello to Jess. Jess, say hello to Aaron. Hi, Jess. Hi, Aaron. And Aaron, ask your question. From your experience and observation, what's the best cure for heartbreak? For a heartbreak? Yeah. I thought you said heart rate. I was like... (laughs) I want that. Um, For heartbreak. Whiskey? All right. All right, Aaron. Writing... Whiskey, writing. Yeah. And voodoo dolls. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, a, that's a classic three-step process. Aaron, and thank you class- very much. Whiskey, writing, and voodoo. Oh, God. <laughs> Doing a Tom Waits voice. I think voice. that is a Tom painful. Waits song, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big Tom Waits fan. I was going to infuse it with, with my love of his but I work. I she but may have just quoted a Tom Waits song. <laughs> it's, it's pretty close. Yeah. All right. Voodoo dolls. Jess, please close your eyes. Number 242. 242. Right here. Yeah, Jess, open your eyes. Your name is? John. John, say hello to Jess. Jess, say hello to John. Hi, John. Hi, Jess. Ask your question. John. What is the hardest decision you've ever had to make, and how did you come to that decision? Uh, the hardest decision I ever had to make. That's a really, that's a really big question. I, I think the hardest decision I, I, um, that's coming to me now is the decision I made about five years ago to leave D.C. and move to Seattle uh, without having a job and without having any money and without having ever been there before. And I lived there for almost a little over three years, and it was fabulous, and it was one of the best things I ever did for myself, and I came back. 
How easy was the decision to come back? I was, um, uh, when it occurred to me that it was time to move back, I gave myself about a year and a half. I figured it would take about that long to figure my way back and find a new job. And at the time, I, was, I, I left not married, and I came back married. Oh. And when I came back, when, while I was married, I said to my wife, it, we should start applying to jobs. It'll take some time to find our way back. She had applied for a job, and eight weeks later, we were moving back. I thought it would take a year and a half. Right. So I was, I was, I, the decision was made for me. Yeah. Well, well we're you glad. made some hard decisions for me. Because <laughs> you sound a lot better at it than I am. <laughs> well, well, you want it? Let's do this. I'm, I'm recalling your bluff. <laughs> a very short but hard decision. Uh, the one I'm making right now, which is whether to go back to school or not. It's, and you, it's, it's a yes or no question. No. All right. There you go. All right. Thank you very much, Jeff. Thank you. She's on the job market, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hire her. <laughs> All right, John, uh, please close your eyes. Number 880. 880. 880. Where is she? There she is. Thinking about you, 880. John, you can open your eyes. Your name is? Megan. Megan, say hello to John. John, say hello to Megan. Hi, John. Hi, Megan. And John, ask your question. Uh, what is the thing that you had the opportunity to buy, but you most regret not buying? Oh. Um. That's a really hard question. Um. <laughs> I guess about a year ago, or a year and a half ago, a uh, pair of shoes, actually, <laughs> frankly, that was, it was, I, I don't like to pay a lot for shoes, and it was kind they were kind of expensive, but they were really cute, and I think I would have gotten a lot of wear out of them, and I didn't buy them, and uh, I've never been able to find a similar pair, so, honestly, slipped, that's it. They slipped through your they toes. They slipped through my, yeah, my toes. Just exactly. like that. <laughs> um, huh. So. Well, what 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 do they look like? Um, Maybe well, someone here. They were a pair of like of ballet flats, but they had straps around mm. them. But they were purple, and they just looked like they would be comfortable to walk in. But yeah, yeah, a life filled with regret. John, thank yes. you very much. <laughs> Megan, please close your eyes. Number seven hundred three seven zero three, right here, raising his hand. Good for you. <laughs> Here he comes. Look at him. He's got a plaid shirt. <laughs> sure. I don't lie. I don't lie with uh, my music. You can open your eyes. Your eyes are open. Megan, meet Brian. Brian, say hello to Megan. Hey, Megan. Hi, Brian. Megan, ask your question. Um, if you could um, go back five years in time and live those five years of your life over again, would you? You mean... Would I choose to would die you? and not live? No, or? no, would you choose to <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't even would, see where you saw that question in her question. <laughs> no. Or, would or, you, or would I do them exactly as I did, or would I change no, any? Well, would you, no. You either can live your life forward from here on out, or you can go back five years, live them through, and then continue. But five years from this moment. From Get a do-over. Before you, yeah. You have you a five-year do-over. right now, so we're talking... Spring of 2009. Yeah, yes. So, would like, you go back um, to spring of 2009 and live right. those last five years. Right. Yes. You would get to listen to, like, um, 
you know, Drake's first album. <laughs> some good. Uh, for the some first time albums. again. Some good movies that came yeah. out. All uh, right. So spring 2009, do over, yes or no? Or? No, I wouldn't do it over. Not at all. Because um, uh, five years ago, I wasn't even here in D.C. And um, I was living with my parents, and I wanted to move out. And I was uh, – I think I was still in college. I was still doing undergrad, and I wanted to just end it already and just be an adult and – get the job and, and all that and um i didn't know my girlfriend five years ago and i met her uh uh yeah <laughs> no no keep the, keep this going <laughs> this is good yeah this will pay I off met, i met later. her about a year and a half ago so uh no definitely i i no question about it i wouldn't go back and do anything different i just keep on rolling from here yeah i wouldn't either from what you just what, what you just <laughs> told us uh, uh, Megan, thank you very much. And we're falling in love. Brian, please close your eyes. Number 14. Come on up. One, four. This Number guy. Number 14. He's ready to rock tonight. <laughs> your name is? John. John, say hello to Brian. Brian, hello, Brian. Say hello to John. Hey, John. Hi, Brian. Brian, ask your question. If you could punch one celebrity in the face and get away with it, who would it be? If it's a celebrity couple, could you get a twofer? Ha! <laughs> I, uh, sure, why not? Well, having now asked that question, I wouldn't want to do this celebrity couple, but I think, I think Kanye is a safe choice. Why Kanye? Why Kanye? Um, let's see. I, I'm just in calculating this answer. I'm trying to think about, you know, just how far the Kanye reach extends. Uh, I mean, I know he's a fan of the podcast, so would he come after me? Um, <laughs> right. Literally, uh, no one listens to this. Yeah. You're safe. <laughs> well, I mean, but if Kanye like likes to explore the like fifth page of listings on the iTunes Performing Arts podcast, look, then maybe he would I, find it, but I think no. you're safe. Look, I think he's so thorough, he even reads the entire iTunes user agreement. Yes. So, I think... Um, That's how he stays so, on the pulse. And plus, he's, he's used to, like, interrupting things in the middle of them, yes. so, like, he could be waiting in the wings right now to come and sock me, um, because he's just... He's just so full of himself, it seems like that would be a, a, a corrective that might give him a sense of balance in life. And I'm just trying to help him help himself. <laughs> just trying to help you punch yourself. Yes, Why are you punching right. yourself, Kanye? Why are you punching right, yourself? Right. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, think, I think that's one we don't even need to pull the audience. I think we'd see full participation if we asked how many people would like to punch Kanye in the face. Uh, this, ladies and gentlemen, is John Dickerson of Slate of CBS. John, thank you very much for joining us as one of our special guests tonight. Uh, John, before you get to ask a stranger your question, I'm going to ask you a bunch of random questions that have been asked before on Ask Roulette or uh, I came up with or I copied and pasted off the internet. Triceratops. <laughs> All right, that eliminates five of my questions. Um, what would you be a really good spokesperson for? Blonde, balding, mid-career journalists. Um, good spokesman for. Um, 
Yeah. yeah. Contemplation, I think, is the answer. <laughs> Musical interludes. Um, oh God! Um, uh, the, the the benefits of being a good writer, no matter what you do. All right. Um, I went with Ernest. Yeah, I that was gonna, was, Ernest is fine, yeah, and I don't okay. think you need to sell this audience on yeah. that. The first couple movies were I, okay. And then I would hope to. <laughs> what yeah. was that, Eli? First couple movies were okay, but there's yeah. a steep decline. It's true. <laughs> Jim Varney, rest in peace. <laughs> Two people, two, got, two people got that, but Man, you know what? Yeah. It's worth it. It's <laughs> worth it for those two people. And I, re- yeah. I regret nothing. I just need a hyperlink gonna, to that. It's going to play really well on the podcast. Yeah. Um, what, where was the cool place to hang out when you were younger? Like when you were growing up? When I was growing up. Mazza Gallery. Uh, <laughs> that was pa- an easy answer. The Pac-Man table at whatever that pizzeria was next to the record store. They sold records back then. And uh, that was the that was the place to hang out. We we had limited, we had a ceiling on how cool we could be, so we had to do it at a shopping mall. And the goal was just like eat pizza and play Pac Man. I think the goal was to get out of the house and then play Pac Man. Yeah, because none of us ha- we didn't have video games at home yet. I think I think we were playing them like in bowling alleys and at pizza pizza joints. What do you? What about you? Do you suspect drives your friends crazy? My uh, inability to ha- to form an opinion about current events, meaning you're always playing both sides. Yeah, yeah. That would that would be most. That would be all of my colleagues, everybody that listens to the Slate Gab Fest, and probably many people in this audience right now. Um, uh, what do you think would change human history more if everyone was sober all the time, or if everyone had a good night's sleep every night? <laughs> Well, I reject the idea that everybody could be sober all the time. Uh, it's too dark uh, a notion to embrace. Um, so I think a good night's sleep. That leaves us just with a good night's sleep. Yeah, which you need after a night of binge drinking. So it's true. Right. They do, they do parlay nicely <laughs> into each other. Uh, what's the worst movie you've ever seen, John? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, the Beowulf 3D movie. On Thanksgiving, right? So they're at, that's an extra kind of insult when you've you got the whole family, you go out, there's a weird tradition of going out to th- a Thanksgiving movie. Maybe it's because you're done eating at two and everybody's re- resuscitated all the old family fights. So you need to be in a cool, dark place where nobody can talk to each other. And so you're, you have the, your expectations are high. And we saw Beowulf. And uh, plus, who doesn't love Beowulf? Um, so anyway, it was really very, Is, very bad. And you saw it in 3D. You shot out the extra. Yeah, we, we saw it in 3D. Maybe we didn't. I think we had, I think we had the glasses. Maybe yeah. I, I don't think it was a technological problem. I didn't uh, see it, but is there a scene? Is there, is there a scene? I think I saw the trailer. And is there a scene in that movie where someone is like being like coming out of an explosion and is yelling, Beowulf! I remember that. That's that, Annie Hall. No, that's, that's the, Annie no, Hall. That's, <laughs> Sorry. I yeah. was gonna. I thought that was the the oldie English version of Rocky. Right, Adrian. <laughs> no. yeah. um, John, have you ever had a truly paranormal experience? A truly paranormal experience? Huh? No. I, I wish I had. I think it'd be really interesting, but I haven't. But never thought you'd seen a ghost or, you know. No. 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 I've seen. You know. No. Okay. Uh. John, are you ready to ask a stranger a question? Yes, I am. That's really the only answer. Uh, please.
please close your eyes. Number 116. One, one. I never thought I saw a ghost. I never thought I'd fall in love. I never thought I'd see a ghost. But I saw one in your heart. (laughs) John, you can open your eyes. Good job. Uh, Your name is? I'm, I'm Nat. Nat, say hello to John. Uh, John. Hi, John. Ask your question. So my question is, I have to impersonate you quickly. Give me the three things I need to know so that I can correctly impersonate you in whatever, in the public environment, private, in your most intimate, quiet moments, uh, or at work. What three crucial things do I need to know? Uh, I'm really sarcastic most of the time. Uh, I'm pretty fidgety, and uh, I like but don't have to be the center of attention. John, you know what my follow-up question is. (laughs) Can you show us that impersonation? I mean, you have to, right? Well, I was just thinking, haven't I been doing it for the last 15 minutes? That's true. (laughs) You just just described every male in the world. Um, But I mean, I've been... you know, I've been spinning the damn pen. Yeah. I've crossed my legs probably 87 times. <laughs> um, and I guess I haven't been sarcastic, but maybe, I, I mean, I think. Just, just compliment Eli, and Thank then we'll know that you're being sarcastic. Thanks, Jody. <laughs> right, right back at you, gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jody. Yeah. Great shirt. <laughs> Don't mind us. Do you, guys, do, you guys, <laughs> do you have any other questions for Nat? Oh, yeah, sure. I think I do. Oh, I meant like follow-up questions to oh, no. original questions, but you can yeah, oh, do your oh. thing. Well, the, he did, I thought he answered the first question so well, he kind of put a period on it. All right. So, but I did have one other question, which is what is the, uh, what is your ho- mo- most competent skill that is totally meaningless? So, I'll give you mine. No, or am I is, taking your job? This is a great question. I like this question. Okay. Let's, let's do it. Okay. So, mine is... I've successfully been able to um, shoot a tea sachet from across the kitchen, uh, making tea for my wife. No awe? (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, being able to successfully shoot it into the coffee mug from across the kitchen. Yeah, that's a good one. A meaningless... Oh, look look at that reaction. It's not from across the kitchen? No, it's not your best talent. Hey, hey, this is a... This has a clean. This, uh, this this podcast has a clean rating on iTunes. I just want to say yeah. that before we continue. I don't know who this woman is. <laughs> now, okay. now you've been sitting here very patiently. What is your small but impressive talent? Well, uh, my first thought was that I do have a good memory, but I don't really use it for any, you know, good ends. Uh, and trivia, I suppose, is useful in the sense that I'm good at trivia. It can help you win that fifty dollars bar tab. Uh, but also I'm really good at like, uh, identifying, uh, a movie or TV episode from just like a tiny snippet. Like of, uh, just any little bit of dialogue or, or seeing it on TV? Just seeing it on TV. Like, uh, I once, I was flipping through the channels and I saw, uh, just a, like a two second, uh, uh, clip from a very bad early 2000s, uh, teen drama called Swim Fan. And I, I recognized it immediately. Wow. I hadn't seen it in like 10 years. Yeah, definitely meaningless. <laughs> yeah. 
John Dickerson, thank you very much. John, shake Nat's hand for us. There you go. Won't you shake my hand? Won't you tell me? Tell me that you changed my life. Eli, have you seen Swim Fin? Swim fan? Swim no. fin or swim fan? Swim fan. 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 I don't know. I was aware of it when it was around, but I never watched it because... Yeah. It was the Beowulf. Why? Time. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, the Beowulf. <laughs> um, Nat, please close your eyes. Number... Thanks for listening, and thanks to house band Eli Bolin, thanks to producer Mitra Kaboli for editing the Ask Roulette podcast, and thanks to you for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, which helps others discover the show, and visit askroulette.net for the latest information on live shows, pictures, videos, and lots more. See you soon.